welcome to Nikki Talks. Today, I am really happy to welcome Nancy Schwoyer and Rosemary Houghton back on the show. They are two of the original founders of Wellspring House. And today, we're going to be talking about the subject of hospitality. So welcome, Nancy and Rosemary. Thank you. Why don't we start with um, just kind of a, a general definition of hospitality. How would you define what hospitality means? Well, we did a little investigation, and one of the interesting things is that uh, the, the word of hospitality derives from, in Latin, means both guest and host. Both so, guest and so host. So it's about really sharing a space in some way, but of course, in practice, the host is the one who organizes things, has the power to say, come in or get out, you know. So yeah. it, it, the derivation is interesting, but it, it is. is about um, welcoming people. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> and sharing space and resources with yeah. people. And those people include, particularly as named in some of the definitions, strangers. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that, uh, yes. uh, as Rosemary says, sometimes, uh, well, she kind of said, you know, you, you open the door, you close it. There's risk taken, taking when you, mm -hmm. yes. when you have that broad definition. But... Um, so yeah. that's that's how we define it, and think that um, it's uh, it's uh, it's kind of the basis of humanity. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's the way that uh, if we can make if we can share space and resources, then people, all people, basically uh, have what they need, and that doesn't uh, and that doesn't uh, just mean you know sharing. Our resources, but also share. We are on the earth as guests, and that's also mm -hmm. a very particular, uh, yes, uh, uh, important part of hospitality right now, especially today. That's I was just right. going to say, I love that the concept of the two words, yes. the host and the guest. Yes. That's just mm -hmm. perfect. It's yes. just perfect. Yes. yes. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for that. So to kind of pick up on on what you were just saying about the land and the earth. Yes. Um, how do you see that the whole, the concept and, and really the practice of hospitality within the, the broader context of, of today's, you know, social mm -hmm. and economic mm -hmm. no, it's, it's, reality? It's, it's almost the same thing. I mean, you can't, the fact that we are all here on the earth, whether yeah. we like it or not, we, we, are, we are in here and we depend on each other. And the sad thing is, of course, so many people behave as if they couldn't go it alone and they can do without other people. You know that phrase, pull, pull yourself up by your boots up to which yes. of course is lovely because it's literally impossible. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. <laughs> yes, so. I mean, if you try, it's literally impossible. Absolutely, <laughs> so it wouldn't. Right. So yeah. the kind of basic law of nature, it certainly is in nature in the sense of plants and animals, they're totally yes. dependent on each other for growth in all sorts of ways. I think one of the things, uh, the word I think for, is relational. Mm -hmm. um, so it's not that, it really isn't that the host is greater than the guest. It is uh, not. It's not. It is relational. And oftentimes um, the, guest, the guest becomes the host. Mm -hmm. 
and there can be many examples of that. I think cer certainly in our experience that that has been the case. But I, I think yes. that is true in some of the some of the old stories about. It's like uh, the student becomes the teacher. That's right. Yes. You got it. That's mm -hmm. right. And so. that story about Abraham entertaining people who turned out to be angels. I mean, it was God who was there, and and it, it, he he did welcome them because because he it was the law of humanity which. For desert dwellers, of course, is absolutely basic because you're the one who has that tent now, but next week you might be needing a tent rather badly from someone else. You know? Which is universal. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. So the, the, the guest is, is God. The guest yes. is, is all humanity. Yeah. Yes. But then there's that wonderful interpretation or, or comment about um, this changing of roles. Mm -hmm. So that Abraham kills the calf and he, he treats the strangers to the most wonderful meal and he entertains them. And, and then when they leave, uh, they become basically the host and he's the guest because Sarah, who has been barren, is finally with child. Mm -hmm. And that's just a, a beautiful story that's of a real, real, real reversal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's perfect. It yeah. makes me think about, I mean, I know this is happening on, on many levels and many different issues, but it makes me think about the way that we treat people who are trying to come into the country for asylum right. and right. Right. who are fleeing violence of all kinds. That's right. And that, exactly. that us and them, yes. you know, yes. mentality, yes. Yes. It's, yes. The, it's, it's the absolute yeah. opposite yeah. of it's how humanity should be. But one of the things um, uh, Rosemary has written extensively about hospitality, and I was rereading some of her, her words last night. And where we are in society is we know the structures are broken. Yes. We know so much is broken. And what we do as a society, sadly, is we keep investing money in managing and patching up. Like building and too many shelters. To build, building too many shelters. Yeah. Um, uh, privatizing uh, uh, prisons. Yeah. Uh, building walls. Um, all, yeah. those, all, all those things. And, and really, um, it, that just is making, what happens is become more and more fearful. Mm -hmm. We do more and more, and we shrink and shrink and shrink uh, our human nature and, and what we're called to do. Mm -hmm. And we're not saying at all that you can just kind of, you know, we're not... Well, there, there are risks in taking people. Yes. There are risks sure. in them. We're not, sure. not denying that. But we have to, I mean, the whole idea is don't shut doors. Open, begin to open, open doors. Yeah. And uh, that's a wonderful image about uh, allowing people. We also think it's not just people, but allowing ideas to come in. And one, we, one of the things that concerns us, and I'm sure I know you, is that we don't have conversations with people whom we disagree with. We don't, and we send them emails. Send, <laughs> send them emails we or send tweets. We send emails or, yeah. or, or, or we shout or we whatever. But the real sitting down and welcoming, welcoming strange ideas. Yep. yep. Even though we may not agree, even though we can't, but uh, the, 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 well, there's just such a need for Well, it implies the ability to engage in, you know, respectful discourse. That's right. That's which right. seems also to have wandered off That's exactly, somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it seems particularly at this time, uh, it's, it's not new, uh, this whole thing of 
of, of, of just being afraid of new things and wanting to hold on to things is not something that it's had, but it, it feels to us like it's just at a really peak moment where it does feel that way. The concept really of hospitality, yeah. and it's not just about welcoming people into one's home or, or, or it's that it's much bigger than that, much larger than that. Creating a neighborhood, but it, but the fears are real. Right? Yes, yes, and, and you can't pretend that inviting people into your home is always easy or safe. Or I mean, safe. There are risks involved. Yes, uh, sometimes really big ones. You know. But it's so destructive when we resist that. When I, when my kids were little, um, there was a sort of family rule that we welcome people, but it's, it can go too, too far. Yeah. And some of my kids, one day, two of the young ones, found an old tramp asleep in a, in a ditch somewhere, and he was obviously homeless and so on. So they brought him home. Of course. <laughs> of course they did. Exactly what I'd expected. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, he didn't actually do any harm except cut off his beard and block off the drain in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> and he stayed a day or two and did some digging rather badly and then he left. But I mean, you, you, when you start saying yes, you have to know that you maybe deal with difficulty and you do have to think about it. You do. I mean, you can't just fling the doors open and say, of course, everything's fine. It may not be. You know, when we were at Wellspring, there were sad times when we had to say, I'm sorry, you can't stay here. It was a man we loved who, mm -hmm. who was an alcoholic. Mm -hmm. And when he was fine, he was a great company. Mm -hmm. But we found that he was intimidating to the, some of the young women. And uh, we had to say, yeah. you know, we loved you to come for a meal when you're sober, but you can't stay here. Yeah, no, well, that's a good example. Yeah, I mean, yes. you're opening the door, but you're doing yes. it that's right. with a that's right. wise yeah. mind. That's right. Yeah, right. I, so here's a question I've always wanted to ask you, Rosemary. It's not on the agenda. Um, but I've never asked how you saw the connection between where you lived in England in a sort of communal setting and the founding of Wellspring. Like, how did those two things? Well, I've been doing lecture tours in this country for a long time. It was one of the ways that I managed to uh, contribute to a, a, a rural community that my family were involved in at that time. So it was sort of, uh, I was on one of those tours that I met Nancy. Yes, I remember that. Other yeah. people who were, in the, who were working on education in, the, in Peabody, in the yes. ch church in Peabody. And we became great friends, and other people in that group. And, and the, the Wellspring idea, obviously it wasn't called that then, but the idea of creating a space that we could share with other people was, was felt good to us. And we were people who knew, cared about social justice and, and, and the openness yes. of that kind. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you, you can have a mission of social justice, but what can you as an individual actually do it with, yeah. and hospitality was something that everyone in the mm -hmm. group mm -hmm. had experienced, like taking people into their homes. And you felt that that was a, a little bit of a, of a, for you, a little bit of a sort of continuation of the way um, you'd been living in England, by having well, the tramp I, in the house, I for example? Some of the experience to yeah. it, but it was very new, it was yeah, a yeah, okay, yeah. different feel to it. And it, it, it carried a lot of risk, but it was so exciting. Mm -hmm. and, 
-hmm. So much happened. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. Nancy and I have been working on a book about it, about that whole experience recently. And what struck us so much is looking at the, what, what, how it developed, how much happened in such a short time. We looked at each other and was it, was it really so, yeah. so little time? Mm -hmm. But it was. And there's a sort of, yeah. there's a sort of um, impetus, there's a yeah. momentum that yeah. when, you're, when you're committed to something, somebody or other said committed. I think it was Goethe, but anyway, never mind. If you commit yourself, things begin to open and change, you know, Absolutely true. Mm -hmm. I was reading um, a, just a one-line quote from Ivan Illich, is it mm -hmm. Illich, mm -hmm. Ivan Illich? Mm -hmm. And it was just, it was something very simple, I don't know if I wrote it down. Oh, yeah, here it is. At heart, hospitality is simply helping another across a threshold. Yeah. You know, through, yeah. so through all the diff oh, different oh. kinds of definitions, yeah. right. that's the simplest that's idea good. that you're just assisting right. somebody yeah, that's right. and you're being a bridge. That's mm -hmm. right. Yeah. That's right. And I think, you know, that, I mean, I can't imagine the number of people who would say that that was what Wellspring was for now. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Hundreds of people. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Including myself. Yes. I was think when I was thinking about this show, I was thinking about how Wellspring was the turning point for me. I mean, I was however old I was when I came there. I was probably 40, I guess, 40-ish, uh -huh. something uh -huh. like that. And um, I had been a secretary my whole professional life, my working life, pretty much. And I wanted so much to do something else. I wanted to be a part mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. making life better for people. Mm -hmm. And it started at Wellspring. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it stayed. I'm still, you know, still kind of doing it. But I remember watching you, especially Nancy, and when you would listen to people. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. And you would have 800 things swirling around you, 8 million meetings to be at or to facilitate. But when you're listening to that uh -huh. person? Uh-huh. Well, so, and that's what I do for a living now. Yes. So thank you for that. Well, you're, so, you're, you're welcome. <laughs> listening. And I think that's another aspect of hospitality mm -hmm. in these days, particularly, yeah. is the active listening, really yeah. intentional listening. And... Um, so often when someone begins to speak, we jump in and, and hospitality says, listen, listen, and, and then give some sense back to people if they, if, if they want it. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. But I was thinking what you were saying, Rosemary, about the, um, I think about hospitality in my experience and certainly what we have experienced, what we experienced at Wellspring and experienced in all the relationships. I mean, everyone who came to Wellspring just it was amazing, it was the energy, and that was it. It was the relational aspect of welcoming people in and, and literally saying, we can't, we seven can't do this by ourselves. We might not have said that, but everyone who came in engaged, and the, the mission just expanded, and yeah. hospitality became the essence, I really believe, of, of, of Wellspring, and it's, it, it is... But in its broad, in its broad sense, because we did not expand uh, bringing people simply into shelter. I mean, that's why when we listened to people who came, uh, who crossed the threshold, and we said, "Come in, share life with yes, us, yes. be a guest." They began. Then we realized that we did not, we were not going to manage this situation. We were not going to be controlled. We had to sit with the women and the men and say, here you are, here we are, what do you need what that we can need? help with? Mm -hmm. And that, of course, led us to the expansion 
of, uh, we never saw ourselves as a shelter, but it, it, oh, it right. moved us to right. the expansion of housing, to education. And, you know, we were accused, I don't want to say accused, but people would look at me and say, why are you doing so much? Why As opposed you, to just sheltering said, homeless people. Why don't you concentrate on one thing one that you're good at? Oh, I bet I, they I did. Really, yeah. I, I think that one of the uh, concerns I have about where um, uh, organizations, let's just say, um, uh, are going is this language is you have to have your niche. And so don't expand. Don't them. expand. Don't, yeah. And if you have your niche, and it can be a wonderful niche as long as within that work, people are actively doing hospitality. It's interesting you say that because I've been really looking into, um, so there's a couple of different names for it, but it's sort of the hub model uh -huh. or wrap uh -huh. model, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. is people working with families mm -hmm. who need help mm -hmm. of one kind or another. Um, and all the different niches yes, that right, they're doing right, it right, in. Right. Now, ha having to schedule, you know, it's not a bad thing, but having meetings, help right. wraparound meetings right. so that everybody at the mm -hmm. table. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's a fair, it's, it's a good thing. I mean, it's effective. There's one in particular for high-risk domestic violence cases. Uh -huh. And you've got everybody at the table. Yes. So yes. the, the yes. potential victim is safer. Yeah. Yes. Just That's by, right. you know, you said I, I remember that that was one thing that, I don't know if you recall, Nicole, but one of the things that we did at, at, uh, at Wellspring that exactly because mm. we realized that sometimes the families in shelter had 10 places to go mm -hmm. to get a piece of what they needed. Oh, yes. And, oh, and yes. it just seemed to be like, and then, uh, you know. 10 places, a, 10 different times of no time. car. That's right, and no, yeah. you got it. Yeah. And so we began having uh, what, we, what we call these, these kind of case groups, and we invited yeah. everyone who was Working with the family, the family had to go to oh, that's to come good. together. I don't remember that at and all. we sat yeah. in the living room. And of course, yep. it was you know because if people if people need 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 food, they go somewhere. Yeah. If they need education, they go somewhere. Right. If there, something's going on with their kids, they have yep. to go somewhere. Yep. And it just becomes it, it's how do they manage? I don't know how they manage, but I think getting people together and then with the group, and basically the the family, the head of saying. This is the first thing that I need. This is what I need. And then yes. trying to address that. I mean, it was, uh, mm -hmm. I think it's, a, I think what you, I think rap, whatever one yeah. calls it, yeah. I think it's absolutely essential. Yes, yeah, I do too. It's I relational do. and it's getting everyone together. Yeah. Because again, it makes it easier for the people who are providing the service to the family. And it also gets back to what I think about a lot that we've talked about is it's kind of, you know, not the idea of saying here you need this, here you need oh, that, no, here you no, need no, this, no, no. but but taking that hospitality time, you know, right. that space That's right. to kind of hold the person That's or the right. family and mm -hmm. find out what their story is and let them That's right. inform That's you. Right. That's right. Um, I went to a, a workshop at Kripalu a year uh -huh, ago or uh -huh. so, and it was about radical listening. Mm -hmm. And the, all of the people there were some kind of health providers, mm -hmm. mostly from um, New York Presbyterian Hospital, actually. And so they were talking about radical listening with people who come in with significant medical problems. Yes. And the difference between, you know, put up your arm, get your blood pressure, right. take your blood, right. but to actually sit down 
and say what's wrong. That's right. To the person, right. because the person is the expert. That's right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So exactly. It's really important. And we, we always felt that, I mean, really, um, and we were not perfect at it at all. But when we, any time we were going to make a change, we always said, we always made those changes based on what was it that the families, what was it that the tenants said, what, what is it that people, because people know what they need. Yeah. They really do know if we will listen and then we get overwhelmed because sometimes, you know, you say it can be big what they need. But if they can express it, that's the dream. And then begin to, to say, where can I begin? But not yeah. just to report to people. Where can I begin with your help, your support, your resources to make my dream come true? Yeah. And, and I... I I remember women in some of the education courses and foundations, mm -hmm. in particular at Wellspring, saying when they were asked about the course, this is what they said. Mm -hmm. I can dream again. I can dream again? I can dream again. Mm -hmm. I never thought I could dream again, but I can dream again and know that I might get my dream. But I, w I thought that was beautiful. It I is. Think, it's yeah. perfect. It's about imagination. I can mm -hmm. imagine a different future, and mm -hmm. I'll dream it. You know, it makes me think, partly because of the field I'm in, of people who actually don't know how to do that. I mean, they never have had the opportunity yeah. to dream in the first place. That's right. That's right. I remember talking to, to somebody one time who, who said, it was such a significant moment for me, but who said that growing up here in Gloucester Poor, um, she thought for a long time, as a small child, she thought for a long time that, that the open door was kind of a fancy restaurant. Really? You know, and they would go as a family, and people were waiting on them, oh, you know, and bringing them all this food. Yes, yes, mm -hmm. yes. I, I think we're, I mean, Gloucester is a very, very special. I it's think a very so. special place. Yeah. And I think in these days, uh, we're remembering that it's a community of immigrants. Yep. Yep. And now we have immigrants and refugees who are welcomed into this community with, with and and, and have the opportunity to, um, uh, to, study, to study English, to think about going to, to, to college. Their stories yes. are so important. Yes. Their stories. We have so and much listen, to learn from And we them. have so much to listen. But I think the what beauty is that uh, people in Gloucester, many people in Gloucester, remember their stories of being, of being immigrants to mm -hmm. this community and being welcomed. Mm -hmm. And that makes them very, very, um, most, most, as a community, I think those are our roots. And we, we, we need to find a way to tell those stories. Yes. Right? And welcome people. Yes, absolutely. I know there's one um, thing of experience at Wellspring. When my eldest daughter came to uh, to visit us, and it was a big occasion. I forget what we were always I kind of remember that. Yes, or a and lot of big when occasions. She said, "Whenever I come into the house, there's so much joy." Yeah, that was what, and I've heard that from other people. Yeah. I've heard I mean, that too. There was too so much going on, and sometimes it sounds chaotic. Yes, and, and what messy, you know, but it isn't. There's a, there's a dynamism. It, it come. I mean, it's literally messy sometimes. But it's well, joyful. life's kind of messy yes, after it all. Is, it is. It is. <laughs> Put on your apron. <laughs> Put on your apron. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. share and and you know sharing sharing food uh, is so essential. And celebrating uh, events in people's lives. It's all that's all part of, of, of hospitality. And when a family 
uh, left the shelter, uh, we asked that they prepare the room for the next family mm -hmm. that would that would occupy the mm -hmm. room. And um, obviously, for a family who was rushing to get the guest to their new becomes home, the host. But the guest becomes the host. That's wonderful. And to and and um, yeah, at times somebody would say, well. I hope you'll fix the curtain in this room because yeah. it's falling down and if a new family, you know, they could say, but they really did. And I think it was, that's an important thing. Uh, well, seeing them clean and then seeing them remake the beds yes. and, and uh, maybe putting a stuffed animal yeah. on for the next child that was yes. coming in is very, very, very yes. special. Yeah. Yeah. And the book, and we did it as a living, sharing living space, literally. But that's not the only no, way to do no. hospitality. I mean, creating a neighborhood that is welcoming can happen, and it's the most amazing thing. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes welcoming. Now, there's a, there's a book about um, the, the Second World War. It's about a village in in the, the south southwest, right near Switzerland, that end of France, and and throughout the whole occupation period, that village took in Jewish children and adults yeah. and, and made them part of the community and managed to dodge you know, inspections and so on. And, and the, the whole community was involved. I mean, that's a pretty dramatic thing before, to do, but uh, there it's are less dramatic and equally though. important yeah. ways of, of, of creating a, a neighborhood that feels as if it belongs to everybody mm -hmm. and can offer the kind of support yep. uh, that you're talking about, that you talk yeah, about. Yeah, you don't have you know. to be a, a professional. No, no. You have to be a human. Well, I mean, when we were Wellspring, we, we certainly weren't professional, but we were there, yeah. and we did it together. But you, you can spread that as widely as you want. Absolutely. Right. I, and we're running out of time, but one thing I just have to remark, I just remember people coming in, either funders, or you know articles, ads, yeah. whatever they were about Wellspring, and people coming in and just being shocked yes. about yeah. what it was like and all that noise and all of those children and the food and the cooking That's and right. the babies That's and the right. volunteers right. And right. loading the wood stove and yeah. it's such the a lively. So What's that? The food's so important. Yes. Eating together. Yes. And, and so the, symbolic. And, 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 and the garden. And yes. the, I mean everything was we we were very very much in touch with care for the, care of the earth. I mean mm -hmm. it was in our mission statement to care for the earth. Um, yes. And, and you do that by. Making it concrete in the place where you show that you care for the earth. Well, I was going to say, let's close with, you know, any thoughts that you have. And I know we've discussed this already, but I, I was thinking about hospitality as a practice, mm -hmm. and that it, you can you can almost do it every minute. Oh, yes. You know, I mean, right, you can, right. and, and to be thinking that way. I mean, it's very popular these mm -hmm. days to. Be great to be thinking about gratitude, you know, uh -huh. gratitude mm -hmm. attitude, and, which is great. Mm -hmm. But but I think the idea of hospitality and that merging of the host and the guest, mm -hmm. um, and how do you practice that in every way? Like you put money in someone else's meter. Mm -hmm. Yes, mm -hmm. wonderful. Wonderful. Yes. wonderful. And we can do it together. I mean, at this point in history, we're at the point at the point where we aren't sure that. Humanity on this planet is going to be able to survive. If there is a chance of that, it will happen because people get together and take risks and yes. welcome each other. Yes. Now, as people, as the climate has got worse, um, 
fertile land has dried up, water is scarce. Those are, those are causing huge migrations, mm -hmm. and it mm -hmm. terrifies people, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. quite rightly. I mean, there's a huge, huge risk. But you know, we can do it if we can get together, if we can shed the, the sense that those outside people are our enemies. It, it, you can, it can be done. And yes. it can done, only be done when people get together and begin to say yes instead of no. Absolutely. We're out of time, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We go on and on talking about it, but it's yes. wonderful. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you. Thank you.